This is a Bible teaching podcast from www.lumin.org.uk. That's L U M I N.org.uk. The presenter is Jeff Lumley. Uh, yesterday, I was listening to a talk from uh, an American church, and they shared some, some statistics about uh, faith belief amongst Christians in the United States, and said for the first time in, since they've started doing such surveys, things have changed. 24% of American Christians say that they believe the Bible is the infallible Word God of God, the living Word of God. But at the other end of the spectrum, 29%, for the first time a larger figure than the number who believe the Bible is the living Word of God, 29% say it's just uh, human documents that have been drawn together and it hasn't got um, you know the authority of being the word of God in the sense that it's come from God and I was sad about that but then I thought well I wonder what it would be like here in Britain and obviously we're not talking about the general population we're talking about those who say they are Christians what percentage of people who say they are Christians, people who go to church, would say that the Bible is the living word of God. And you know, I think the great majority wouldn't even have thought about it. They listen to it in church on Sunday. Some, many, possibly will read it, or at least read the Scripture Union notes or whatever, But what authority it has possibly hasn't even occurred to them. They take it as a source, but not the only source. They don't think about it. And I doubt that the percentage who believe that it is the living word of God would be as high as the 24% in America. I may be wrong, but we live in an age where belief in the Bible... as the living word of God, has all but been extinguished. I know talking to some people recently in uh, a local church that you will talk about the Bible, you will talk about what it says, and then they will say things like, oh, well, this is what I think, and that's the end of it. And it's not, I'm comparing what I think with the Bible, It's, oh, the Bible is an an opinion, but I have mine, and that's as far as it goes. I know what I think. I'm not going to um, be influenced or changed by saying that something else has authority over my thinking. I've just finished reading the biography of James Hudson Taylor. Born in 1831, died in 1902, so... uh, 120 to 200 years ago is his lifespan. James Hudson Taylor, uh, as a young man, heard the call of God to go to the lost people of China, to the heathen in China. Up to that time, there were missionaries in China, but they were in the the, uh, 
ocean ports such as Shanghai. They didn't go further inland. It wasn't even legally possible for foreigners to go inside China. There were the ports and that was as far as it went. But Hudson Taylor believed he was called to the great masses of Chinese millions inside the nation. And he believed God had called him, so he believed God would enable him. And off he went. And for the next 50 years, he continued as a missionary in China, but he also often came back to Britain. He travelled to America, he travelled to Germany, Australia, other places, and he called others and built up a large mission, China Inland Mission, to the people of China. But the thing about him, and the thing about all the others, were that they took the word of God literally. He said, if God has sent me, then God will provide, God will enable, God will make this possible. And they didn't have other mission campaign, other missionary organizations had appeals. He never made appeals. He didn't do that. He simply went. And in going, he went with faith. There were times when there was no money. They'd run out and he would simply smile and say, now let's see what God will do. And God provided. He had an indomitable spirit and a living faith in the living word of God. But as I say, not just him. Many others felt the call, gave up what they had and went as well. And many others did not go, but saw themselves as part of the mission to pray and to send funds and so forth. And in fact, if you read his biography, and I thoroughly recommend it, you will see that generally faith in England, faith in Britain at the time was amongst the Christians, the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God is true. The word of God is what we put our trust in. And not only the Christians, but even the government authorities backed him up. And whether they believed or not, they knew that the Christian message needed to be spread. It wasn't an offence to take the gospel to unreached, as government agencies would say it is now, as the Foreign Office would say it is now. It was the right thing to do and it was known to be the right thing to do. So there we have 120 to 200 years ago a complete belief. If the percent, if the survey was done then amongst Christians in Britain I think it would have been 80% plus 90% who said the Word of God, the Bible is the living Word of God. And here we are where I doubt we would reach 10%. 100 years, a complete reversal, a complete change. And it seems to have happened very quickly within the lifetime of a generation that it has changed, possibly even 
our own lifetime that it has changed from the Bible being the Word of God to the Bible being a document, a source from which we can get some guidance but there are other equally valuable books or opinions out there. The spirit of the Antichrist is all around us, isn't it? The spirit of the Antichrist, which is against the Christian gospel, against belief in the Bible, which will decry it as intolerant, as racist, as sexist, as homophobic, as almost any word they can come up with. Belief in the Bible is wrong. The spirit of the Antichrist has gripped the Western culture and we are in the mess we are in. Something I believe God has called me to do is to be part of restoring faith and belief in the Bible to the Christians in England. I haven't got a clue how to do it. I know it has to be done. But when you come up against, more, well, my opinion is this, and that's what matters, you can think what you like. What do you do? How do you demonstrate the truth of the Bible? How do you guide people to believe the Bible when they've been taught to think for themselves? Not wrong to think for themselves, but they've been taught to think for themselves in a way excludes Christian thinking, that excludes the Word of God. I don't know, hopefully God will lead me to find out, but the fact of the matter is we do live in a world where the Christian gospel is completely muddied because so many of the people who say they believe it, teach it, stand in the pulpit do not believe the Bible is the living word of God and therefore will take or leave different bits of it so that one Christian says X and another contradicts by saying Y because one believes this bit and one believes that bit but none of them take it as the word of God. Don't want to be depressive. Read Hudson Taylor's life Get excited about what happens when Christians stand on the Word of God and just read the Bible believing it is the truth, that it is the book about the one who is the way, the truth and the life. It is his book. It's about him and it's reliable and it's trustworthy and put your faith in it. Thank you for listening.
The music is by raiseforall.wordpress.com. Thank you for listening.